All right. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Fate's Wide Wheel. I'm Sam. I'm Dennis. And we are here to not talk about <laughs> the Americanization of Machiko. <laughs> the exact same thing. Sorry, Adrian. The exact same uh, thing. No, yeah. We <laughs> never script our beginnings, but I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, our listener, Adrian Sal, on Twitter posted probably one of the funniest things that we've ever had tweeted at us before in response to Dennis's post about... Uh, uh, the upcoming recording. Uh, so thank you uh, for that. It, it it gave me quite the laugh. It's nice. Um, it was it was a nice Dwight Schrute uh, gif. I'm, so I'm always behind. You know, any any office related gif whatsoever, I'm going to get behind. So I appreciate me in there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So here's to you, uh, my my. Uh, cheers to that. Uh, I'll come back. I'll I'll make a joke about that. But let's not get too far on a tangent. Starting off, uh, let's yeah, do right. our, our housekeeping. <laughs> Uh, find us on the web, fatesfightwheel.com uh, on on social media, all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're up to 3,000 followers now on My TikTok. Goodness. Thank you. You've so done much. amazing work, man. I've, I've done nothing oh, on TikTok. It's all you. <laughs> I got to figure out how to share the password with you. That's uh, I'm still figuring that out. Uh, I'm still um, intimidated. And I, what, what, what I love is that um, this is a blessing and a curse. Like people have started like tagging us in videos, like asking us questions, uh, like, like, like not just like responding to our videos, but like making their own videos and like asking us questions. Um, and we haven't responded to those yet. Uh, I haven't responded to those yet. And I apologize uh, if you happen to make your way over from TikTok and you're happy to listen to this episode. Uh, we are, but like two tired dads and uh, limited time and other stuff. And I have another TikTok account that I try to maintain and keep up. Uh, but if we don't answer in a timely manner, we will uh, we will try to answer. But thank you so much for, for coming along. Um, we got a long time between now and September 19th. Anyway, so uh, let's thank our uh, our patrons, as always, every week. Uh, we got Amy Holtkamp, Karen Saxon, Rich Bork, Christopher Redman, Audrey Atchley, Dana Bias, we're missing someone. Why are they? Oh, because they're under the new tab. Larry Trujillo. Trujillo. Am I pronouncing? Oh, man. Trujillo. 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 Yeah. Larry Trujillo. Trujillo and Jill Wilson. Thank you all so much. Thank you all very much. As really always. Appreciate it. Uh, if you are interested in coming on the ride and uh, helping uh, keep us on the air, pay the bills, keep us stocked in. LaCroix, there we and, go. And Zevia. <laughs> and, and Zevia, yeah. Uh, you can find Who are our sponsors? Uh, but they could oh, yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Fates Wide Wheel. Um, I think we decided before we get into the meat of this week's episode, we are recording this on June 26th. June 26th. June 26th and just a couple days ago. Uh, obviously, the big news in the United States is that Roe v. Wade has been overturned by the Supreme Court, and we wanted to acknowledge that and address it briefly. I'll let you go first, Sam. Yeah. Anyone that's listened to the podcast for any length of time whatsoever probably knows you know, our leanings, um, so I don't feel as though this is too... Uh, controversial of a topic for us to wade into based on our listenership. Uh, I could be wrong, obviously. Hopefully we're attracting some new uh, ears here and there due to the premiere of the, the revival in the fall. Um, but in case anyone didn't know, um, or in case anyone wanted to uh, have a, a reminder, um, I firmly believe that abortion rights are human rights. 
Um, and I know for some people that's a very difficult thing to hear. It was for me for a while. Uh, I think that it's a very easy thing, especially as a cisgendered hetero male to sit here and say things like, um, you know, it's a medical procedure and, uh, you know, some can't be carried to term and, you know, it endangers the, the woman's life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And those are always the easy arguments to make. The ones that aren't easy, but that are just as valid, uh, are those of, you know, the 35 year old married woman with four kids. Um, the, you know, 22 year old college student, uh, contemplating grad school, any circumstance, um, it's really ultimately none of my business and it's none of the government's business. And I think that the situation that's been created is one that is predicated on religious belief and specifically in a fundamentalist, uh, reading of the Bible. Um, uh, and Christianity has unfortunately started to do more damage to this country than anything. Um, and I mean that sincerely. Um, and it's unfortunate because I happen to believe that there are many beautiful, wonderful things in the Bible and many wonderful, beautiful things in the teachings of Jesus Christ. I am not a practicing Christian. I would not even call myself a Christian. Um, but that said, I do believe that there's a lot of good stuff to be gleaned from being a Christian. Unfortunately, uh, this is not it. And telling people what they can and can't do with their bodies, um, in particular, um, a specific group of people that have faced oppression simply for uh, the genitalia that they were born with, um, is incredibly wrong and incredibly bigoted. And I think that we've created a very dangerous situation in this country where there are many, many people um, that are going to come to great harm as a result of this decision. Um, because as we know, this isn't going to stop people from getting abortions. It's just going to make some people uh, have to resort to methods that are going to be even more dangerous than the situations that might have put them there in the first place. And it's going to keep a very select, privileged few able to do whatever they want, however they want, uh, whenever they want, as they've already been able to. Um, I'm not quite sure what happens next. Um, I don't think that that's for me to decide. But I've spent the past couple of days, past couple of months, really, since the decision leaked, listening and really not saying much because I didn't know what my place would be or when my place would be. But considering that I have a microphone, that we have this podcast, that there are people out there that are listening, regardless of whether or not they agree with a lot of what we have to say and happen to be, you know, in, in, in our camp, if you will, um, it's just important for me to be able to reaffirm what I believe in and to also let people know uh, where my support lies, because I think it's incredibly important right now for those that are affected the most by this and hurt the most by this to know that those of us um, that aren't uh, stand by you and stand with you and will do whatever we can to make sure that this horrible wrongheaded decision 
um, does not stand and that it goes no further um, because there's already, of course, threat to, you know, in, in, in Clarence Thomas's opinion about uh, same-sex marriage. Um, and and it's, it's just absurd to think that that's where we are in 2022. So um, I'm an ally. I will always be an ally. Um, you know, in the midst of pride for something like this to, to go out, uh, you know, it was my wife's birthday. Um, yeah, we tried to maintain, we tried to maintain some levity. Uh, my future (laughs) brother-in-law sent a message saying, happy birthday, Jessica. Sorry, your party sucks. Um, you know, so we just wanted to try to, you know, you have to have a little bit of, of, of gallows humor, if you will. Um, but uh, I can safely say, uh, I, 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 I hate to speak for him because he's going to have his say, but I can safely say that this podcast um, and, and, and certainly, you know, myself, uh, again, you, you have our allyship and you always will. And um, if, if there's literally, if there's anything that we can do for any of our listeners, um, if, if, there's, if there's something you want us to, to include, uh, to promote, to whatever that would help um, all you have to do is send us an email and let us know, um, tweet at us, and we will try to amplify it for whatever that's worth, which might not necessarily be much, but we will mm-hmm. sure as hell do it. Um, so I usually save this to the end, but take care of yourselves, take care of one another, stay safe out there. Uh, and thank you so much for you know giving mm-hmm. some 41-year-old cisgendered white male an opportunity to talk on something that... You know, I, I sometimes feel wary of speaking on because I've just been trying the best I can to listen um, lately. Sure. Um, everything that you said, that was very well put. The only thing that I want to add to not like, you know, just, just repeat too much is um, I, I feel like when situations like these happen, a lot of people who are us, white people, uh, white, straight, cisgendered guys, we fall into the trap of saying like, we're, we're so, we're so angry about this. Like we can't talk about it civilly with other people and we can't uh, like, we're not even going to tolerate somebody else's opinion. You're like, ah, ah. And um, while we certainly, we have the right to be angry. We don't, uh, we don't have the right to be so angry that we can't speak articulately about it with other people that we can't try to have civil conversations with other people that do not agree with us, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, We don't have the right to get that angry. And it is that job to have those conversations um, and try to convince people. Cause like you, you briefly touched on it um, at the start of what you were saying, you used to believe you used to be pro I'm going to put quotes around it pro-life uh, for shorthand. And I was too, up until about 20 years ago. Like I remember having like uh, very intense conversations with my, with my girlfriend at the time about my pro-life beliefs. And she stayed with me for some reason. I don't understand why uh, looking back. So I, I having come from that, like I, I know the reasoning, like I know the logic that comes from behind it so to speak. And so I do know how to, uh, to speak to those uh, arguments in a sense. And so like already, like on my other TikTok account, like I've tried to approach that as a, uh, that platform as a way of saying like, Hey, conservative guys, I used to think the way you think 
and and here's why I came around. And I decided like I I don't think that way anymore. And I think that you know, like yeah. I said, abortion rights are human rights. And I think um, that that is our job as uh, as as straight cis men to be able to to do that. Yeah, I just 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 for a little clarity's sake, I I've always considered myself to be pro-choice. Like I I can remember as far back as when I was like fourteen years old, and the question came up in a creative writing class. And uh, oh, okay, and, okay. And at the time, you know, and, and at the time, I think that my you know my inclination towards pro-choice had more to do with just you know with just in general supporting a woman's right to choose. You know, oh, sure. But but I feel like we've kind of come to a place where you know the dialogue and the argument is, has has always been to kind of try to make certain easy concessions. You know along the way to say like, well, in this case, it's acceptable, you know, oh, well, well, in the case of rape, or if it's an ectopic pregnancy, or, you know, to, to kind of throw out all of these things, while sure. while kind of like, allowing other situations to be like that dirty little secret. And I don't think that that's fair. And I don't think that that's right. And 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 so that's kind of the reason why I said what I said at the beginning, I have there have certainly been elements of the argument, like you're saying that I've that, that have been difficult for me in particular with mm-hmm. like, you know, thinking about how traumatic the experience can be because it can be, but it mm-hmm. also doesn't have to be. And so I think that that for me is, has been something that really, I've only really started to be able to come around to in the past few years. So, so like I said, I've, I've always been pro-choice, but you know, it's, it's certainly, it, it, it's taken on a new form over these past few years as the dialogue has grown towards this decision being made and, and Rovers of Wade overturned, it really, you know, I started to, to, to think about it in a very different way. And it's just been, I mean, it's been a shitty week in general, because you also think about the fact that it's like, you know, uh, states should have the right to determine whether or not someone can get an abortion, but states don't have the right to tell someone whether or not they could carry a gun, you know? And I've heard the sure. arguments about like, well, that's a second amendment and that, you know, and, and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. But the idea is, is it's like, you know, we just, we're coming off of the heels of 19 kids getting murdered in their classroom by an assault rifle. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, now we're having to have this dialogue about uh, th- this other issue. And, it's it's not an easy time, um, I think, to be a, a conscionable human being in this country because there are so many things that uh-huh. that are incredibly wrong, and um, and 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 the rift between people that exists while being real is not nearly as fifty fifty as some people would like to make it seem. Um, you, you know, an overwhelming majority of people in this country support a woman's right to choose, and yet here we are. You know, with 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 this happening, um, a, a, a maybe not unfortunately an overwhelming majority, but a majority of Americans support common sense gun legislation, and yet you know sure. here we are. So. It's just become a situation where, you know, if I had my druthers, I would tell everybody who's unhappy with this. And I mean everybody because it would only work if we all did it to just stop paying your taxes. That's what I would say. <laughs> I would, you know, it's like you don't get my money yeah. because you're not governing for sure. me anymore, you know? Yeah. I'm probably going to get in trouble for that. Who knows what's going to happen next? The IRS is going to All right, we'll say that. Yeah, door. all right. Uh, <laughs> anyway. But like I said, the, the little thing that we can do is, is speak out the way we can and – also to bring you a little joy into your life in what the way we can. And that yes. is our shared love of quantum leap. And as, as we tweeted, as you suffice it to say, we're not talking about the Americanization of Machiko this week. No. We had we had some news. Break we got thrown through a loop, didn't we? Oh, we got thrown through a loop. So uh, let me, uh, to, to, to sum up what happened. Uh, so it was on Wednesday, the hashtag show website, which was the same website that first leaked uh, the cast list for 
for the original series. They released details of the new pilot for Quantum Leap. Uh, different plot than what we know of, different director, uh, all of that dropped one major, another major spoiler, non-Scott Bakula related, and another major spoiler that we are not going to say um, in case you haven't read the article. Um, we'll talk around it a little bit later. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. talk around it, yeah. <laughs> and our Facebook group, nobody has co- talked about it, so I'm just assuming people I've have chosen not to read the article or they're honoring to not spoil it for other people. But anyway. Speaking um, of which, but the, our, our friend over at the Quantum Leap podcast, Allison Pregler, I feel so bad for her because she had been trying so hard to avoid any and all spoilers, had oh God, access yeah. to the pilot script, chose not to read it, and 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 ended up you know, clicking a link or hearing something and, and got spoiled on this, this piece of information. And I felt so bad for her. So I was like, ah, yeah. And that sucks. Uh, shame on you. Hashtag show. But anyway, the reason why the article was confusing, it was that it did not acknowledge the San Francisco pilot. We'll call it did not acknowledge it at all. And we know it exists. Like the NBC showed it at an upfront event. Like they've released official photos. Like they, told us what basically the premise of the episode was and they were just pretending like that pilot didn't exist so that uh you know for like a day like we were texting back and forth and there was another uh thread of uh, of some other quantum leap podcast like talking about it we were just like no like they're talking about the second episode yeah i mean i even they're, tweeted they're, that yeah, at one point i yeah. was like yeah they, they they clearly they messed this up you know they're they're, they're misusing the word pilot like you know you were texting back and forth and you were getting pretty worked up about it so finally uh brian green of al's place website um you know, he's, he has had Al's Place on the web for, I want to say, like over 20 years, like since mm-hmm. 1988, 1999. Um, you know, so he definitely has some a lot of connections in the Quantum Leap world. So he reached out to someone who would know and asked him directly. He was like, hey, can you put this to bed? Like, they're talking about the second episode, right? And his his source came back. He's like, no, actually, it's, uh, it's a new pilot. And it's uh, a bit of a shakeup, as they called it. Um, so yeah, so they're 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 shooting a new thing. Um, the first episode aired will not be the San Francisco pilot, but it's going to involve uh, a heist into the Smithsonian for the Hope Diamond. Uh, and I know you have thoughts about that, but before you say that, uh, so I just want to clarify. I, I feel like I may have added to the noise with the video I posted on TikTok and the blog post that we put up. And we were talking about this before we hit record. Uh, the term pilot and the first episode of a series have kind of become conflated and interchangeable with each other. But to be clear, and I clarified this today with, with Brian Green of Al's Place, the show still has definitely been picked up. Right. We've had that confirmed through Brian, and we've had that confirmed through another source connected to the show. Whether or not the show is going to air is not up in the air. No. They're not necessarily shooting a new pilot. They are shooting a different first episode than the pilot that they shot. The pilot did its job. The pilot got the show picked up. We have been told we will see the pilot at some point in some form. Uh, We don't know either retooled or in its original form. Uh, We've been talking about this. It's not giving a major spoiler away. Um, We don't really know how they would show the pilot in a retooled form and like try to make it a later leap because um, it is very much Ben's first leap. Yeah. He he is Swiss cheese, just like Sam was in Genesis. There was a lot of exposition 
from Addison explaining to him what is going on. I can't imagine how they could re-edit it and not make that right. the case. Yeah, and uh, you know, my my thought was that it is still the first leap that this Smithsonian Hope Diamond thing is not going to be his first leap. Um, that the episode is going to show some things that happened before his first leap. And, you know, perhaps as kind of a, a, a way uh, to maybe play with the timeline a little bit, but that the San Francisco episode will still be the first leap. Yeah. Um, and that we will see it at some point um, as the first leap. Uh, that's just a guess on my part. I have no idea. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of I, I, I spoke to somebody uh, on the show. Um, and you know, the words that they use are rumors and speculation. Uh, and, and at this point, that's all we're going to have until, until the premiere. Um, you know, there might be some stuff that comes out beforehand. I'm still kind of crossing my fingers, maybe for some San Diego Comic-Con, you know, panel or sure. some such. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's a very strange situation. Um, in, in, in my opinion, and that is mostly because, I loved that pilot script. I loved oh, it. Yeah. You know, I loved mm-hmm. so much about it. And one of the things that really, that I, that I, I, I don't want to like blame the hashtag show. They're just doing their thing. Right. But like one of the things they really got to me about their report, about their article is the thing that they spoiled. The way in which it was spoiled was a, so nonchalant and B give, we get, we got this information about something, a scene that does not take place at all in the pilot script that we read or in the pilot episode as it was shot, as far as we're aware. And the thing that I loved about this spoiler piece of information that they put out is that in the original pilot script, and as far as we know with how it was shot, it was literally like one of the last scenes in the pilot is when the information was given to you. And I loved that the way that the hashtag show talks about the new first episode. It's like the first thing you see. And I think that in my opinion, and I say this with love because in the interactions I've had with people that you know are working on the show or working with the network or whatever have been extremely positive and, and, and have really reaffirmed my belief that these are passionate people who love Quantum Leap, who really want to do it justice, who who love it quite frankly, you know, more more than we do. I mean, they're they're putting their careers like behind sure. this thing, right? Um yeah. but but to me, it robs us of some wonderful mystery and some wonderful character interactions that were set up. It gives us some information that, you know, other characters in the show might not necessarily have or, or did have at the, at the beginning of the pilot episode that we read. And I just feel like it, it, it waters it down a little bit. It dumbs it down a little bit. Now, in defense of all of this, I'm definitely taking a wait and see approach. I, 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 you know, I don't want to just have these, you know, knee jerk reactions because it was very easy earlier in the week in our little, <laughs> yep. you know, thread with the other podcasters and other people that we, you know, that, that we have kind of going. Um, it was very easy to just kind of say like, screw this. Like this sounds like nothing I want to see, but I, I'm, you know, I, I really am trying to maintain a positive attitude. Uh, I don't want to sit here and be like, that's not what quantum leap is or should be or whatever. I, I, I want to, you know, have faith in, in the creators and, and the talent behind the show. Um, but it is, it, it does feel like a very radical shift of gears. It feels like what the original pilot that we read and that was a shot 
had to it has been changed in a way. And one of the things that, 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 you know, we were told, um, is that the network didn't think it was accessible to new viewers. And I think that that's ridiculous. And I think that that is something that I can, I can levy, I can lay at the feet of the network and, and, and clear any of the creative people involved with this show of any wrongdoing, if you will. Because to me, the pilot that I read was like 90 to 95% accessible to first time viewers who'd never seen any quantum leap before. And that five to 10% that, that, that were callbacks or, or whatever, you know, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I feel like what, you know, it was, it was well-earned and it was something that viewers like you and I, and, and the listeners of this podcast obviously would have really cherished. So I just, I think that's unfortunate if that's, if, yeah, if, I, if that's the case. Sure. I, I, you know, after hearing that, like in in hindsight, like I think, like oh, like yeah, maybe they could have explained a couple things better in, in, in the pilot script. But now, like sitting here to talk about it, it's like eh, maybe it was thirty years ago. But like you know, a lot of shows have kind of riffed on Quantum Leap, and so by and so by this point, like even if you're not familiar with the source material, I think the pilot was written well enough that even if you weren't familiar with quantum leap, like you get the idea of somebody taking over like somebody else's life and leaping into their body. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's so wrong with disorienting your viewers a little bit. The thing is, is that what it, what it reeked of to me at first. And again, I, I, I really, I'm trying to be diplomatic, but I'm also trying to be honest with, with not only my opinion, but what I imagine is the opinion of a lot of other fans and, you know, potential viewers is it reeked to me at first of a network playing it safe. And the, the the pilot episode, while not being like wildly out there or whatever, did some things that felt a little disorienting, did some things that I felt like really put you in Ben's shoes on, on a couple of occasions. And that the scenes, even back at the project, there was kind of this sense of like, we don't know what the hell's going on. And I really liked that because I felt like it would translate to the viewer very well, where it's just kind of like... The view, I feel like the viewer would still be able to kind of stay one step ahead in a lot of instances because, mm-hmm. of, you know, just of the nature of, again, people would have an idea of what Quantum Leap was, right? Sure. Um, and so I feel like the viewer would have been able to stay kind of like one step ahead, but at the same time, we would have been along for the ride. We would have been you know, disoriented with Ben. We would have been disoriented with Ian as they try to figure out what the hell's going on was, you know, with Ziggy or whatever. I felt like a lot of that stuff was just, was, was very well done and it created a, a, a sense of tension that we were often only given in Quantum Leap. Uh, the, the classic series, we were only given like in small doses. Um, and I felt like this really would have like, um, I don't know, it would have ratcheted things up in a, in in a different way. And, and, and again, I have faith, uh, you know, based off of what, um, you know, what I've been told recently that, 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 uh, the, the idea is to certainly embody the revival series with everything that was in that pilot but maybe just do it in slightly different ways. Sure. And, and, and I've said this before in, in several threads and, and threads and, and our blog post. I have to assume that this new heist story is not just being pulled out of the blue. I have to assume that this is a story that's already planned for later in season Absolutely. one. And now they're just pulling it up and now they're going to retool it. They're going to put in some extra exposition and in whatever way they're going to do. And they're making it the pilot episode. And I think, 
uh, you know, we put a positive spin on some of the things that the hashtag show spoiled is without g- giving away the major thing that they spoiled is I think we c- we're, we're kind of getting a hint of what the format of episodes are going to look like. And not only are we going to see more of the project, which we already know because of the cast list and uh, publicity photos that they've released. I think we're also going to see a lot of flashbacks to Ben's life. Yeah. Pre leap. And I know some people, cause like some people on TikTok have been were like, like, no, it should always be about the leap. There should never be anything else. <laughs> and, and me like, I love old quantum leap, but that's 30 year old storytelling. Yeah. And I think shows like lost kind of totally changed the game and what you do as far as storytelling. And I, I am all for, I am all for seeing all the flashbacks to uh, to Ben Preleap. And the reason why I think that's worked, and I, and I want to bring old fans on board, the best episodes of the old series are the ones where Sam and Al had personal connection to whatever the story was going on. Yeah. And so now instead of just hearing Ben and Addison telling these stories, we're going to be seeing them. Right. Well, and I think that I, I think you're right on the money with that, and I completely agree with what you said. And and I'll even take that one step further. To, for my money, two of the best pilots I have ever seen are the pilot for Alias and the pilot for Lost. And neither one of those pilots played it safe. Both of those pilots introduced you know kind of disorienting elements to the to the viewer, uh, jumping back and forth in time. Mm. Um, and what better show to do something like that with than Quantum Leap, which is one of the things that I felt like the pilot was definitely kind of you know doing in some ways. And certainly with some of the spoilers that we're not going to talk about towards the you know in the final act of the show, like really hit some big stuff. And 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 again, you know, without going into spoilers, what you said about the heist storyline, I think is absolutely right, because I think that there's a spoiler that we're not going to talk about that would absolutely dovetail perfectly with that notion. Um, you know, I also think that, like, when it comes to viewers that are either on the fence or the viewers that are, you know, have this I'm sorry, I don't know any other way to put it, this smug certitude over what the show will be or won't be if it lacks a certain human being being in it. It's just kind of like, you know, seeing people talk about, like, maybe they're making amends for not including Scott Bakula or whatever. And it's like, okay, first of all, you don't know that he wasn't in the pilot. Like, you don't know that 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 it wasn't scripted that Sam appears in the pilot. Like, you have no idea. So to say something like that with this, like, smug, just certainty drives me wild. And I, mm-hmm. and I, and I, and I, and I, I just, I, you know, I don't even know what to say to those people yeah. other than I think that maybe you want to give this a chance because the people yeah. involved more than anything, they really want to, they, they want to give people you know, a journey that is not only new and moving the ball forward and doing some of the things that we're talking about, but that absolutely carries the torch of the classic series and, and moves it maybe into a new, you know, century. Cause that's where we are now. <laughs> um, yep. And, 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 and again, you know, I mean, if you feel that strongly about it, I, then that's, that is absolutely, you know, that's your choice. It's just difficult, I think, for, uh, for me and maybe others to, to, to hear because it, it, it feels so dismissive of, of something that a lot of people are uh, excited for and a lot of people have put a lot of effort into already. Um, I mean, so, the, yeah. the, 
the, the counterpoint I will give to that, like the grace that I will give to those people is, uh, you know, like you said earlier on, touching on like current events, it's been a shitty week. It's been a shitty couple of years in this country. <laughs> and sometimes we just grasp onto certain things. And if the thing that you're grasping on is, God damn it, where is Scott Bakula? I want that to be a meme. I, can, I just want that to just be like, not just for Quantum Leap, but just in life in general. God in general, damn it, where's Scott Bakula? Yeah. Uh, if that's what they latch on to, sure, I can get sure. it. But the thing is, and, and, and I have said this over and over and over again, um, I, I, I have faith in the creative team uh, in front of and behind the camera. And I truly believe that no matter where people are sitting on the fence, the vast majority of the people after they see what's on the screen and they see that the creative team clearly has a love for the old show. A lot of those people who are naysaying the show right now, they are going to come aboard. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think so. Uh, I, I think you're right. And, um, it's, it's a strange situation because we're talking about something, you know, as, as we have been, uh, that hasn't even premiered yet. We're talking about something that, you know, we were privileged uh, and got lucky enough to, you know, read a script for, um, which is something that a lot of people don't want. You know, a lot, there have been a lot of people was like, I, I don't want to read that. You know, I don't want to see that. I want to be surprised or whatever. I felt like given our situation and, 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 and me just not really, you know, caring if I was spoiled or not or whatever, you know, I, I got lucky, I got privileged and I got attached to it. And so to be given this information that all of a sudden, you know, the rugs kind of pulled out from underneath you and everything that you think is going to happen and that you're excited for and you really, really, really want, now it's not going to be that. And you're just kind of like, well, damn, I was really looking forward to that. And part of it was, too, is it's almost like, um, you know, it's almost like a friend saying like, hey, I'm going to propose and, you know, will you be there? Not that this has ever happened to me. Uh, and, and, and you show up and you're, and you're, you're, like, you're like ready because you really want to see the proposal, right? You're really excited mm-hmm. to see the proposal. And then for whatever reason, you know, it's, it's, it's a change of venue and, 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 and now you're not invited because they want to keep it private or whatever. And you're just sort of sure. like, oh, okay. And that's kind of how I felt. You know, it's like, it's not my thing. Like, I didn't work on it, you know what Absolutely. I mean? Yeah. But, but, but I was excited about it. And now that's a horrible analogy I just made. But anyway, the point is, is sure. that I was excited to see the reaction other people would have to this episode that we read and that, and that you know, that looked like it you know, was shot and, and everything. And so knowing that it is going to be something different on, on one hand, it's like, okay, well, we get to be taken along for an entirely new ride because we don't now we don't know what's going to happen, um, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, but it's a disappointing because I genuinely felt that what we read was incredibly strong. And, and, and really, it says to me, going back to something you mentioned earlier, that one of the shifts that might be made for this episode, and maybe this episode only, is that it is more about the leap, that it's more about the spectacle and flash of the leap. You know, it's something that I haven't talked about yet, so I'll do it briefly now. They're going to steal the Hope Diamond from the Smithsonian. And it's just kind of like... Really? <laughs> you know, it's such a fanciful, you know, plot. Sure. And, 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 I, and as I say that, I kind of, you know, I'm kind of like 
kicking myself because I'm like, dude, you're talking about a show where a guy leaps through time into other people's you know lives to change something for the better. It's like, why not go steal the Hope Diamond? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yes, it's tied to this intimate story. It seems perhaps of one of the 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 robbers, you know, trying to get money to to help his sick wife or whatever. But it feels like there's this part of me that's like, are we being punked? Like is is this like is this some sort of sure. clever ruse? Because you know, like the, the 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 team knows that the script has been out there, and so now they're just trying to like pull a little bit of switcheroo to create you know some mystery or something. Uh, sure, and you know who the hell knows? But it, I mean, but here's it, the thing: like, it feels it, weird. It, it, here's the thing: we know that there's a plot to steal. We don't know if they're actually going to get into the Smithsonian. We don't know how far they're going to get. Like, we don't right. know. You know, this could be like. I don't know, like a like a comedy of bears, like like the, like these guys, like they don't know what the hell they're doing. They can't even like you know get as far as the Smithsonian or something, whatever. Right, we don't right, know. Right. Or it could be like you know the uh, they're going to throw a twist on the old high story, and it's not going to be what we expect. We don't know. Right. But I'll, like like the thing that I've been thinking about is that um, throughout the original series, Don Belisario always griped that he couldn't do bigger stories because they didn't have the budget for it. Because I think like the thing you said like one time, like I want Sam to jump out of an airplane, but we don't have, you know, the budget for a plane. Uh, there was even an article about it in the middle of the fourth season uh, in the TV guide. It was called like What Keeps Quantum Leaping? And it was talking about like the budget cuts that the show underwent in the fourth season. And that's why they were always like doing like shows like set in prisons or blah, 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 you know, whatever. And the fifth season got cut even more drastically, the budget. Um, so I say that to say is that Maybe we would have seen bigger stories like that in the original series if they had the money for it. Maybe in this new series, we are going to see bigger stories because they have a bigger budget and you can get, you know, more, you know, you can get more out of budget and special effects these days. I don't know. Maybe we are going to see more stories like that, but just because... You know, the, the, uh, the setup may be a little bit cliche. The writers may still do something interesting in it. Yeah, no, you know, I, I mean, like, you know, because like the set by comparison, the second episode of the original series had Sam inadvertently revealing the break into the Watergate. Right, right. No, I know, I know. It it it, it just it, it feels um, it, it for me right now. It it still feels uh, a little off. It's not going to change my interest. It's not going to change the fact that, you know, I am, I am super excited about this. Um, but I, I, I think, um, I'm just more intrigued at this point, you know, it's like, what, what are they going to do with this? Because I agree with you. I don't think based off of, you know, what we read and I don't believe off of what I've seen of like La Brea and some of the other shows that they've worked on. I don't believe that it would be as cut and dry either. I think you're right. I think they will do something interesting with it. Um, but it also, it, it, there's something about it too, that feels like, um, Oh, this is the blacklist. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's that type of thing sure. as opposed to being what, what I loved about the pilot too. And what I felt like it paid tribute to the original series with is that it was basically at its core. It was a family drama, you know, set amidst this historical, you know, sure. event, um, this, you know, this, this earthquake. And I really appreciated that. So now rather than, you know, taking us away from an actual historical event, uh, a family drama, it, it, it's putting us into this realm of, of kind of like slick network action TV. 
And part of that is just my uh, my bias, basically. When sure. I hear the words heist, Smithsonian, Hope, Diamond, again, I'm thinking of those like slick action TV shows as opposed to what, you know, what I was hoping and maybe expecting for this. And hey, sure. it's good to have your expectations subverted. You know, it's good sure. to, to, you know, to be challenged in some way. So, um, yeah, I, I look forward to seeing what they do. It, it hasn't changed my, you know, my overall excitement level in the least. I still am in total love with this cast based off of their social media following Mason Alexander Park this past like week in particular has been awesome because they've been uh, moving to LA then they went back to New York where they performed um, uh, at, at a pride parade for Playbills Festival uh, you know as, as Hedwig uh, and, mm. and and they killed it they were awesome you know seeing like Raymond Lee uh, and, and all of the stuff that, that he's posted you know about his family and about you know Top Gun and also you know about quantum leap and everything it's just like i'm so excited for this cast and and that's not even to mention like ernie hudson or caitlin bassett or you know what i mean i like caitlin bassett i I just feel like is is this this wonderful amazing story about someone who was like not doing anything and now all of a sudden she's like co-starring on a major network you know television program that has all of this history much anticipated yeah yeah yeah. so like i so i'm I'm in love with this cast i i I really really have enjoyed everything that i've heard and read about from from steve lillian and and brian winbrandt i'm i'm so thrilled and excited that deborah pratt is involved i mean there's still so 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 much to be excited about um and i think that for me, the general the the general level of excitement has not seemed to change. I do think there's some trepidation and, and fear from some people, and ultimately, what I would say, in spite of of, of any of the criticisms that I've made or, or any of the fears that I've expressed here, I would just say, you know what, we really are in good hands. And 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 after you know the conversation that I was able to have uh, with someone who works on the show in a pretty you know a good capacity, uh, is that this is a very passionate group of people that loves quantum leap. Um, not just like their quantum leap or whatever, but loves quantum leap and, and all that that entails and that the intent and the mission, you know, as you have, have kind of alluded to in multiple episodes is, is to, you know, is to honor what came before, uh, you know, to tell a story that involves what came before while also moving the ball forward and also, you know, giving us these new characters, these new situations and these new adventures. And I think that that's just something to be incredibly excited about. Yeah. I want to touch back on the spectacle of the whole thing because you oh, were talking about you know, the spectacle. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Let's talk about, uh, you know, there are times like when, the, when, when like the small, like quiet TV show, they do a big spectacle that works. For example, like uh, the year that The Office got the post-Super Bowl slot, Dwight's fire drill. Which was all done specifically for the Super Bowl. (laughs) For that post-audience. So I'm just saying, let's pull off a big spectacle. I don't know. Let's see what's going on. Uh, Yeah, speaking of, yeah, Dwight Schrute and the spectacle. After, After this news broke, I thought about making a joke Twitter account that just called Breaking Quantum Leap. (laughs) <laughs> and it was just gonna be like 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 every tweet was gonna be like all the horrible ideas that were gonna come to quantum leap in the new series like one yeah. of them was gonna be like the new rule is is that ben can only leap into nbc properties past NBC, <laughs> past abc shows i want so the fraser point- episode <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 when we see the fraser episode we're gonna see uh sam leap into jim from the office but when he looks in the mirror it's asian jim yeah lovely you know yeah right right <laughs> things right. like that uh no yeah. we won't do that 
You know, and, and to piggyback on that real quick, I think one of the opportunities that the new show has that the classic series never had is that I feel like the revival can take us places that we that we never got to go before. I, I fully expect Ben to leap all over the globe, to not just be restricted to you sure. know, the United States. I, I fully expect to see, you know, leaps that put him in, in positions that, you know, they were never able to fully explore Um on the classic series due to, like you said, the budgets. And maybe one of those things that they never were able to fully explore and fully do is some sort of like crazy over the top slick action, you know, national treasure, whatever adventure episode. And, and, and now they're going to do that and they're going to kick it off right off the bat this way. And it's going to, you know, be awesome. And there's going to be a ton of people that are going to watch it because they're like, Oh, this is cool. This is great. And then we're going to get those smaller, intimate, amazing stories that they will have earned Mm -hmm. by giving us all this over the top spectacle that draws in, you know, millions of viewers who, you know, never would have sat down to, watch the show before and it could just be a stroke of genius and and work out like gangbusters and 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 we're going to be sitting here for the next you know six years talking about the new quantum leap i'm all for it there are worse things to do (laughs) there are worse things all right for the sake of brevity should we start to wrap this up all right uh we did um we had a letter a couple weeks ago from Carol Davis. Carol, I am so sorry. We have not responded to you. Your letter was so uh, lovely and beautiful, but a lot of it was very private. and was like inside baseball that I'm, I'm sure you did not want us telling those stories. And I started to write out a, a response to you tonight. And I, I promise I'll send that out in the next few days. Hopefully I will have sent this before we put this out <laughs> on Tuesday, <laughs> but sometimes I'm really horrible at returning emails. But the one thing I did, uh, I did want to address in, in her, in her email, that's something I, I never thought of is, uh, you know, cause we talked about the final episode and how they could have done it differently. Yeah. Uh, mirror image. Um, and, and one, and one comment that she, that she made that was just lovely. And I never thought about, and maybe it's done like, you know, instead of putting the words on the screen, Dr. Sam Beckett never returned home. They could have said, Dr. Sam Beckett is still out there putting right what once went wrong. Right. And I know in the moment they were just like scrambling to come up with an ending, but how lovely would an ending that would have been? I mean, I still would have cried, but it would have been a much more happy, hopeful cry as opposed to the devastated, heartbroken, you know, 12 year old bawling his eyes out, you know, over this horrible thing that just felt like, you know, the end. Yeah. Leaves the door open for a sequel series, always leaves the door open for him to, to go home. Which, like I said, I, I am still, I don't know. On one hand, I'm still hopeful that maybe they resolve that and they do resolve Sam's stories and they get him to go home. But then what is home? Right. At this point, Anymore especially, right? You know? You know, like, I, I, I mean, how is it, how, how is, um, yeah, his, his homecoming would be, Nothing that you know anyone could could expect, uh, or, or 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 likely maybe even want. You know, like there there might be something deeper at play now for him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll find out. I have no doubt. I've, I've said this before, even though it's never been officially announced. I have no doubt Scott Bakula is going to show up at some point. Yes, in the show. Yeah, and I've been hard. Like I've seen some comments from people on our Facebook group. Like, no, like, like if they don't see him until the end of the first season, that's fine. Yeah, they almost expect that. Yeah, I I think it's going to be sooner than that. We'll see. 
Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, 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 yeah. I have no, I have no idea. I have no inside sure. information on that whatsoever. I, you know, but I, 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 I think, um, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of, of cool stuff that we saw set up in that pilot that even mm-hmm. though that pilot is not necessarily going to air first, I have a little doubt that all of the stuff that was put down in there is still going to be a part of the show. It's just a sure. question of how it's a part of the of, show. Of how soon it's brought in. Of what, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think um, we're, like I said, we're going to see a lot of flashbacks to at least Ben's life and probably Addison's and definitely magics. Yeah. We're oh, going to, yeah. you know, we're definitely going to see flashbacks to earlier in their life. We are going to see more of the inside things at the project. And some people have been talking about like coming back and like, doing like another take on the evil leaper i think we're going to see like evil leaper kind of stuff in this show but it's going to be more sophisticated yes i agree it's not it's not just going to be like like mustache twirling kind of hinting that we that we literally work for the literal devil and it's going to be more of like there's there's an outside force messing with project quantum leap right well and i feel like we're i feel like we're also going to see uh you know we just talked about honeymoon express recently i think we're also going to see a lot more of the bureaucracy that surrounds project quantum leap and how that is kind of a you know a, a an antagonist an antagonistic force for you know our protagonists as well i think that there's going to be a lot more conflict that that goes beyond just what ben is trying to set right uh which is which i think is fascinating and it's untapped potential that yeah. the the classic series very rarely got a chance to explore. And it's something that I know that we talked about it, you know, five, four or five years ago when we first did Honeymoon Express, that, that we, we wished that the show could have done more of that. And now here yeah. we are. I think that that probably is going to happen. And um, I, I, it's strange because, like I said, I went through a lot of feelings and I've had a lot of opinions and I stand by, you know, what, what I've said on the podcast. But that said, I mean, I think more than ever, I feel so incredibly optimistic and enthusiastic um, about the fact that like we're getting a show, we're getting a show that the network, you know, liked enough, had enough faith in that they decided to say like, yeah, give you know, give us another one. Give us, give us something else. Like start off in a different direction. Don't, yeah. don't, don't throw this in the garbage. Like we like this, this got you to the dance, but start us off in another direction, you know? Yeah. So I, and I think that they're sure. going to do that and I think it's going to be lovely. I think it's going to be lovely. Yeah. And, you know, I've said before, like one of our back and forth tweets is, uh, or, or text messages is like, it, it could very well be like they wanted to add some more exposition, some more explanation to that first episode. And they love the first episode, but it's really impractical to go back to Vancouver and trash another couple <laughs> city blocks and make it look like an earthquake again. Right. right. So in that, like, I, I have a sense like, like the heist plot. It's probably easier to do. And if they have to go back and reshoot a little bit of it, they can go back and reshoot it. They don't have to go trash Vancouver for it. You know what I right. mean? Because they could just stay in L.A. You know, they could stay in L.A., yeah. do it in they- L.A. And Yeah, I, I think you're right. And I think that, you know, one of the neat things that could happen as a result of all of this, because I, I still wonder if this might be the case, is that we could see a show about time travel really fully explore, like, how, you know, time... And the way that they're telling the story, the way that they're weaving the narrative in doesn't have to be sequential. It doesn't have to be chronological. Sure. 
They can do mm-hmm. some really interesting stuff that I don't think has been done on television in the same way. You know, we use like Lost kind of as a touchstone, which handled flashbacks so brilliantly, especially in the first and the third season. So mm-hmm. brilliantly that, you know, we, we're we living in an era now where I feel like you could do stuff like that and take some of those chances. And, 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 and again, maybe the network wants to play it a little bit safer at first. Maybe not. For all we know, this new pilot could be just as kind of disorienting but maybe in a different way. And, sure. and, and, and hopefully we'll still get to see the original pilot at some point and maybe it won't be touched at all. Maybe they won't change a thing. It's just going to now take place for the viewer at a different point in time, you know, sure. um, which could be fascinating. Yeah. So we shall see. Oh God. Yeah. I, I just had the wild thought. Like, what if they just really went for it? What if, like, the first episode, like, what if the high sleep, we've seen, like, Ben's been leaping for, like, three years by that point. Right. And he's a pro. Right. Ah, I don't know. Now but I, I, I love, yeah. I love the idea, too, of getting flashbacks to Ben's life, which is, which, yeah. uh, which if I'm not mistaken, you know, slight spoiler alert, I don't think that this is going to be the, if I'm not mistaken, in the pilot episode, there are a couple of scenes, don't know if they were shot, don't know if they made, which were indeed actual flashbacks to Ben's childhood. Yeah. Yeah. So it's clear that that's something that they want to play with. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here before we spoil anything else. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's move on. Uh, so again, uh, that's this week's episode. Find us on the web, uh, uh, patreon.com, if you want to be a donor. Thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you for our new TikTok followers. If you are happy to make, uh, if you are happy to make your way over here, and next week, barring if anything else breaks, we'll be back talking about. Uh, <laughs> The Americanization of Machiko. Yes, we will. Yes, yeah. yes, we will. Um, thank you so much to all of our listeners and all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, it, it means a heck of a lot. Um, you know, if you are interested in, in joining us, if you have a little money to spare, um, please, you know, look into your favorite charities. I mean, obviously, right now, there are some charities out there that could really sure. use it. Um, I always mention Doctors Without Borders. Uh, I want to just uh, give them a nod uh, back to our earlier conversation uh, about Roe versus Wade that um, they put out an incredibly a uh, powerful, wonderful statement about their stance um, on mm. abortion. And uh, again, I just think that that organization does incredible work. Um, and uh, e- even though they might not necessarily be doing it here um, in this country, um, that the work that they do uh, is is important and integral to um, the ideals that I believe should best represent this country. That said, uh, after you've, you know, given to your favorite charity or a group that could really use that money and you have a little bit left over, yeah, please throw it our way and uh, we'll hopefully be able to use it to make uh, even better content and give you an even more enjoyable experience. Um, you know, we're working uh, as best we can as two tired dads to continue to, you know, to branch out and find new avenues for delivering new stuff and uh, also, of course, trying to make uh, new connections and um, so far so good. You know, we've, we've, um, been able to uh, to talk to some some cool people, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to continue that and, uh, and and bring that to you, and not just have it be you know behind closed doors or DMs as the situation might be right now. <laughs> for sure, uh, we'll be able to bring it out into the open, hopefully for you. Uh, and of course, we're planning on all sorts of cool stuff, whether it's a, a Twitch party or, or or whatever the case might be for the premiere. Uh, hopefully, we'll have that all kind of planned out here within the next month or two, um, so we can really hit the ground 
down running uh, whenever that date uh, happens. Um, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun, and we'll continue to kind of to, to do our revisited stuff as well. Um, but of course, we're not going to let that get in the way of talking about the Revival series um, real soon. So, all that said, take care of yourselves, take care of one another, stay safe out there, and leap responsibly. Have a good week, everyone. I want to stay.